This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3574, for Thursday, the 14th of April, 2022. Today's show is entitled, Local Talking Newspapers. It is part of the series Accessibility. It is the first show by new host Lee, and is about seven minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is, Recordings of Local News for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Hi, I'm Lee. While I'm self-isolating with COVID, I thought I'd record myself for a change so I can learn that it's not as easy speaking to a mic as the readers at the studio make it look. Talking newspapers support blind and partially sighted people by providing an audio recording of their local newspaper, audio recordings of articles of interest from local and national magazines, and local information on events. Each week, 30 minutes of local news is recorded onto CDs, memory sticks and internet radio. There are many talking newspapers in different towns in the United Kingdom. The one near me is a charity which rents building at the edge of a park from the council and uses three upstairs rooms. The first room is a recording room with two professional microphones on stands, a screen with a speaker and a webcam. The second room has a couple of PCs, a mixing desk and some memory stick and CD duplicators and some players for testing memory sticks and CDs. The third room is an office with a table where recorded media is placed into specially designed pouches to be mailed out. Every Thursday afternoon volunteers come into the studio a presenter provides them with material to read. The recording technician operates the PC with ex-Ubuntu Linux and Audacity audio recording software. The whole recording is done in one take. Volunteers take turns to read their articles. As there are two microphones used alternately, the recording technician swaps the input feed on the fly using the mixing desk. Between each reader, the technician adds a label in Audacity to mark the end of one section and the beginning of the next. If a reader coughs or makes a mistake, they pause for a few seconds, then resume from the start of the sentence. The recording technician keeps note of the time index of any part of the recording that will need editing later. While recording is ongoing, a red light is lit to warn anyone who might turn up not to interrupt. The windows need to be closed during recording, as there are often people playing basketball or tennis in the park outside. During the recording, the readers have a display of an analogue clock showing the current time and a digital timer showing how long the recording has progressed. If the technician needs to communicate to the readers during the recording, they can using a separate microphone which is relayed into the recording room. The technician can see what is going on in the room through a webcam. After the recording, the technician saves a backup copy, then edits starting from the end and working backwards. This makes sure that the timings they noted down do not change as clips are cut out during the editing process. Some intro and outro music is pasted into Audacity. This is royalty-free music from Bensound and is attributed on the charity's website. A master CD and master memory stick is produced. These are tested, duplicated, the duplets tested and finally put into pouches to be sent to the listeners. The listeners either have a CD player or a memory stick MP3 player. When they've finished with the media, they just need to put it back in the pouch and leave it for the postman to pick up so it will be returned to the studio. 
In addition to the news, there is a 30-minute recording of a magazine-type programme with articles of specific interest for the blind together with items of more general interest. Different presenters take turns to produce this section each week. Some weeks this is a reading of the newsletter of a local charity for people who are blind or partially sighted. Another week it could be an interview that a presenter has conducted with someone local. Other weeks it could be articles from national newspapers and the internet. And sometimes it's a selection of articles that a presenter has specially researched and written themselves. Weekly and monthly magazine audio files from the Royal National Institute of the Blind Newsagent are also included for those who receive a memory stick. The weekly recording is also made available in various ways online, including through an app and through Amazon's voice assistant. I'll mention some of the technical aspects of recording. The microphones are connected via XLR leads through patch panels from one room to the next and into a Soundcraft M4 mixer. This feeds into a dedicated sound card in the back of the PC. A second PC is set up also running Xubuntu. If the first PC failed, this would act as a standby. It is normally used just to display the webcam feed and also keeps a copy of recordings, which is kept synchronised with SyncThink. Xubuntu is still at the long-term support release 18 and Audacity is still at major version 2. To keep things as reliable as possible, major upgrades are planned before they're carried out. Patches are usually installed at least once a week. I'm told this setup is a lot more reliable than the old days when Windows and Adobe Audition was used. About the file formats, everything is recorded in mono rather than stereo. The output is to a high quality MP3 for memory stick. The size of a memory stick is 4 or 8 gigabytes, so there's room for many hours on a single stick. When it comes to CDs, which are limited to 60 or 70 minutes, Audacity outputs the tracks as separate WAV files, which are burned to the master using a program called XFBurn. A practical aspect of recording is having everyone in the same place at the same time, so all the volunteers can be coordinated together. The Thursday afternoon sessions have to be recorded, edited and distributed all within a few hours. It can get hectic, especially if things go wrong. Things that can go wrong include running over time, sound problems, computer problems, duplication problems, or just forgetting to do everything in the right order. The magazine-style recordings are more leisurely and can be done in advance on another day of the week. Something that is a bit harder now is keeping track of who's actually listening. In the old days, everyone got sent a cassette and those people were the audience. Now, with things online, there are various ways of monitoring downloads, but some of the data is spurious, as there appear to be odd downloads from every corner of the globe, which seems strange for a programme that has mainly local interest. I'm mainly aware of talking newspapers in the United Kingdom, but I'm sure there are organisations in other parts of the globe which provide this type of service for the blind and visually impaired. This concludes my description of local talking newspapers. Thank you for listening. been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.